Hello, folks. Hi. Uh, well, this has been um. Well, it's been coming for uh, for a bit of a a bit a bit because I you know I kind of went on like a like a hiatus for a bit. It was like um, I think it might have been like a five or six month hiatus. But you know what? It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Is it fine? It's not fine. Uh, so. Uh, welcome to season two of the I Have a Podcast podcast, hosted by, you know, the guy who's talking, me, George Aguilar. Um, but yeah, I, um, so for the first guest, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get Tom Hanks on, but, um, you know, because of, you know, coronavirus, uh, I couldn't get Tom Hanks on because Tom Hanks has coronavirus, um, so I got the next best thing. I got my dad. Dad, go ahead and say hi. Hello. That's... Is there anything else you want to say? Well, I'm very excited to be here, <laughs> to be on Georgie's podcast. Yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a father. Um, his name is George as well. Uh, you can tell my parents like really thought it through when naming me. Um, but yeah, I this is my dad. Dad, do you want to like introduce yourself or do you want to like give the people a little information about you well what should i <laughs> i don't know if you want to say what you do you want <laughs> well obviously as everybody knows i'm george's dad <laughs> you're my dad no no go ahead i um am a what I mean, I don't know, just say something about give the tell the people who you are. You're my dad. What does that entail? A lot of responsibilities, but what does that entail? <laughs> I don't know. You don't alright, well this is my dad. Uh my dad George. He he's also named but what is what is Okay, well my name is George as well. <laughs> um as you know us as um obviously George's knows we're um we have lived here in the city of Santa Clarita for for many, many years. I've I've actually been born and raised here. Born and raised. I was actually born and raised out here. I um grandpa and my father My grandpa, his mm-hmm. his dad. We have our own um business. And uh, as a matter of fact, we've had our business now for 50 years. Hey, round of applause from the audience. Go ahead, Dad. You can clap, too, because it makes it seem like we have a live studio audience. Yay, live studio audience. (laughs) And um, that's pretty much it. I'm just a proud father of George. You hear that? You hear that, folks? He said proud. Proud father, too. And... and, um, Excited to be here. Is it to be as? How do you feel being like, like, like if I how 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 do you feel being the well not next but because you're the best thing right but how do you feel being number two behind Tom Hanks? How do you feel? Do you feel? Ah, oh, honored. Yeah, right. Because because I honored. Tom Hanks, yeah, but you know, of course, Tom Hanks couldn't be here today. <laughs> That's besides the point. So, ah. Uh, this is, yeah, this is this is weird. I'm back and I'm talking to my dad, which is, like, something that, like, most people don't usually do, you know, like, interact with their parents, because it's, like, it's always that kind of, like, awkward conversation that they have at the dinner table, and then everyone's, like, 
doing their own thing. But this time we have to like look at each other and talk, and it's it's weird. But you know what? It's uh, it's welcome. Yeah, it's different. It's different, <laughs> but it's unique. It's um, I'm enjoying it. Okay, well. I'm enjoying. My dad enjoys talking to me. That's great. But I can tell you one thing. You know, Georgie's always been very. He enjoys being there. He being enjoys being on. You know, the camera. He enjoys being. My. In the mic. But. <laughs> you're just you're just like nicely putting that I that I like attention. You're putting that of in course, like very. Everybody nice. knows that very well. I remember with Georgie as he, as a child, you know, um, what was he in uh, elementary school? Um, one of the first things I noticed that he enjoyed doing this type of thing is um, he enjoyed he enjoyed um, voice uh, doing voices oh, for characters. I remember that? Remember that? Yeah. He enjoyed doing voices for characters. That was the uh, The Incredibles. I remember you, every time after all the Disney movies. We're finished. You will want to sit after the movie to see how the 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 uh, cartoons were made and who created those voices, and you try to mimic those voices. Huh. I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you've always since your child, you know, in first grade. Russian causes memory loss. Anyways, you know, you were really into that. You I enjoyed it. I remember that. I like because I remember like, he, like just I well I remember, and I've talked about this before. Um. Just, like, when I was younger in, like, kindergarten, when I had the career day, and I said I wanted to be a movie star, mm-hmm. and, like, I had, the, like, the, 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 I forget the name of it each time, so I call it a clapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, because we, we ended up buying that at Universal Studios, because mm-hmm. we got that, the Oscar, and everything, and the then, like, the Oscar it, troll for you, you know, for your deck on your room. Wow. Yeah. It's you weird. were really into that? You're smaller as a kid, or taller? Love dancing. You like the entertainment. You love partying, boy. Yeah. You're a party kid. I don't go to parties. <laughs> but you enjoyed it. You enjoy being around people. I do. I really enjoy that. I feel like that's where I thrive the most. That's why I'm like kind of losing it right now in this quote unquote quarantine isolation. I'm like, I, I, I thrive in social settings. That's mm-hmm. just me. Yeah. But it's so that's a little tidbit that you know you don't know about Georgie. Well, not, well, I feel like most people knew like no, but no, as far as more, but yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna try to um to hold my my language a bit more this episode. This one's gonna be what? Vince Scully. You were able to ask some questions and you oh, know yeah. it almost like a bit of a. I remember yeah. So fun story about that. I was it was the the fan fest when was it twenty twelve. Yeah, it was a 2012 fan fest here at Dodger Stadium. And um, so here we are. And for those of you that don't know, Vince Scully is the, well, was the broadcaster for the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, a baseball team, for those of you that don't know. And if you don't know, I well, now you know. If anyone caught that reference, thank you. Um, no, but he was the previous broadcaster, and he's, he's an absolute legend among Dodger fans and everything. Um but I but we were there at the at the Dodgers fan fest and they had like a a Q and A booth and there was so many people there there was a, a crap ton of people, um, 
And we were in the very back. And then I was like wondering if I could go up and go ask him a question. And so what I ended up doing was I was like snaking my way through. And then this lady wasn't letting me through. And she's like, I'm not moving for you. So then like I went around her. And then like I managed to get to the very front where like the, I think it was Matt Vaskersian. I think, I think it might've been him or it was like the guy with the really deep voice. Uh, David Vassay. Is that David Vassay? Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. That guy? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's David Vassay? That's not David Vassay. Who was interviewing um, Vince Scully? It was David Vassay. Oh, so I would... Did I say David Vassay or what did I say? He said something else. Oh, okay, anyways, point being. Um, so that guy, and uh, he, he, like, he like pointed me out. And then like, I don't know where you hear like this little like tiny Mexican kid who like obviously was born and raised in like a white rural neighborhood where it's like, what's your favorite Dodger memory? And then, uh, you know, Vince Scully... Uh, answering the question incorrectly and said his favorite baseball memory to which i was very hurt because i wanted the dodger memory but you know he said baseball memory and he gave me like really cool tidbits about uh what is it he said hank aaron's uh uh something home run the the one that he broke babe Ruth's record and like by now like everybody's like they're like oh baseball i understand that is a sport um they're like listening to all these tidbits and then he did the the kirk gibson home run trot um, had the Kershaw thing happened yet? No hitter yet? No. No? Okay, well, uh, he said a couple no hitters and something, but it was, like, it was cool, because I got I to gotta ask him a question, and that was, like, really cool, because it was, like, I guess, like, my first interaction with someone, I guess, in the industry, air quotes, but, like, it, like, I feel from there, it kind of, like, it didn't, like, really spark anything, but it kind of, like, you know, like... I know I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening and talking to him, and like that—that that was cool. It was a cool, cool moment. Something else that perhaps no one knows: Georgie, by the age of six years old, um, we were at the mall and we got approached by a Disney rep, oh. uh, asking if he would be interested in doing a, um some um, acting. Yeah, or some like you know work? working on you know they wanted to see if he wanted he was willing to do a um script uh, for a like show a that they were working on something like that. And obviously, at the time, George, instead of saying yes, he kind of hid right behind <laughs> us. And he kept nodding, saying, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. He was all, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I cock-blocked myself. So, that was on, that's on me. That's that's on me. I apologize to myself. And you know what? It's self-love there. But, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I have no recollection of that day at all whatsoever. So, yeah. Anyways. Kind of going back, back. I wanted, I wanted to, sure, go back a bit, mm-hmm. uh, because you said you've been growing up here since, since you were obviously you were born and raised here in Santa Clarita. Well, well, technically, I was born in the San Fernando. We've always lived in Santa Clarita, but I, I was born in San Fernando because Henry Mel was not built. But yeah, so so you were raised here in in Santa Clarita. Uh, what? How was it being like? Cause it it you've seen the city grow and change it in a completely different way that I don't think a lot of people expected for something this quickly to happen over the last like forty years. How do you how do you what what differences and how do you see the city? How do you see the city grow? If that kind of you get it, that kind of makes sense. Like like like. What was it like back then? Yeah. What was it like back then? And and. 
How do you see the city growing further? Um, obviously, it's much bigger now than it was back then. Um, back then, it, was, it wasn't even maintained nearly as nice as what it is now. It was a little um, neglected. It was a little neglected back then before it became its own entity, you know, its own city. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember streets weren't, you know, they weren't two-lane highways like they are now. They were more, you know, there was a lot of farm. There was a lot of... Um, Cow pie high in its August. Um, there was a lot of, um, just a lot of fields. Like, for example, the mall used to be, if I recall, lettuce and cabbage and all that sort of oh. area out there. Um, there used to be a mom and pop's market right there in Sierra. I remember that back then. Because back then, there was only one, if I recall, there was only one grocery, major grocery, which was a Safeway at the time. There was just the three high schools. There was no mall. We wanted to go to, you know, shopping. We went out to um, Panorama City, as a matter of fact. Oh, God, San that's Fernando. a drive. Yeah, back then it was a go-to place. Yeah. Um, Magic Mountain's always been there. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was just a smaller, quiet town. Nothing what it is right now. Now it's really hustle and bustle. A lot of people, a lot of traffic, a lot of movement going on. Yeah, there's a ton of people here, and mm-hmm. people just keep coming, and it's annoying. It's really annoying. Yeah, traffic can get get to you. But how do you how do you see the city like growing bigger in the next twenty, thirty, forty years, or if anything? Do you do you think it'll ever like get to be as big as like a, like a big metropolitan? I don't think it's gonna get that big. It's gonna get bigger. It's going to get bigger. There's a lot of new homes being built. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be big as, like, say, San Fernando Valley. I don't think we're going to get that big. I, I believe that's one of the reasons why there's a lot of um, preserved, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, parks, I guess, around the, the you know, the um, the hillsides. There's mm-hmm. a lot of areas that, you know, that I've been... If I understand correctly, they um, they preserve them so they they can't do any construction oh, in those areas. Okay. They try to well, keep good. the valley everything in a separate and like as city like as its own little rural as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So, but yeah, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna get a lot more populated. There's no doubt about that. Yay! That's fun. Yeah. Um. What else? Kind of, kind of going, going off of that question too. As like kind of going into your your childhood, let's go back. Mm-hmm. Go back. I'm not gonna say how many years, cause you know I'm not gonna say that. I'm... <laughs> not that it matters. Uh, so when you were younger, what did you what did you see yourself becoming? As I was growing up, I mean, obviously as a kid, was, everybody has their own ideas of what they want to do. In my case, obviously, I've always loved baseball, and I was you know wanted to be. In the industry of baseball at the time. But as I started getting older, I was going more into... Uh, what would the word be? Artistic side. Such as... Um, I was really into what they call lithography. Doing sign painting and windows, which I used to do. Um, uh, everything is related to advertisements and that kind of stuff. You know, as far as painting, um, t-shirts, um, printouts, printing... 
screen um, printing, all that sort of stuff back then, of course. Mm -hmm. Now, nowadays, it's computers. Yeah. And then I got into a little bit of architecture, so I learned a little bit of that. Uh, I wanted to go into the landscaping business and architecture and designing. And then, obviously, I got into the landscape and and so on. Yeah. But uh, that was my my go-to back then. Something artistic, something in that field, you know, designing or drawing, um, and, um... Like designing things, mm -hmm. and, huh. Well, kind of continuing that, that conversation further, where did you think you were going to be 20 years ago? What was I thinking, uh, 20 years in the future? Yeah, what were you thinking? Like, you're gonna, we're going to go back to 20, 20 years ago to... I forget. I don't. I don't know. Uh, how old were you? <laughs> what are you like? Like thirty years or something? Are you referring twenty years from when I shortly after I graduated from high school? Yeah. 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 Working in the industry that I am right now. I mean, I jumped in with grandpa, and I um been ever I've been in this industry ever since. I just thought of myself, I'm going to stay, you know, continue doing what I'm doing now, you know, back then when I, when I began. So I never really thought too much of it, but. And then kind of going back to 20 years ago, that's kind of around the time that you ended up meeting mom, right? Uh, see, um, when I graduated, yeah, it's almost... Less than that, actually. Uh, oh, after I graduated, I met mom. 89, 86, 96, 11 years later. You met mom 11 years? Huh. after I graduated. What was, what was, I know, because I know the story, but I, I think it's kind of funny. It's a kind of funny story, and I think it's kind of cute. How did, how did you and mom end up meeting? How did that, how did that whole, how did that go? Well, mom came from Mexico on vacation with grandma. Recipes. And um, they stayed, they were in, they went to visit a, um, her brother, and that was my brother-in-law in Oxnard. And it happens to be that my brother-in-law's wife, Araceli, her uncle are best friends of your grandparents. Really? Yeah, um Don Antonio. He he and oh. grandpa have been friends since childhood. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they were friends since childhood, but so my dear, so so we're let me let me just explain this this the, the family tree real quick. But there's my dad. My dad has two siblings. He has my aunt Lisa and my uncle Ismail, right? And then my mom is the youngest of five siblings, right? Uh so it's the oldest is uh my aunt uh Rebecca, then it's my uh my tio Mario right, then mm -hmm. it's my my tio Mario, uh and then it would be my tia Patti or tio Juan tia Patti right, mm -hmm. then it would be my uh, my aunt uh Patti, and then my uncle Juan and then my mom, so and then my uncle Juan is married to. Who my dad's ex This is getting really convoluted, so just stick with me just a little bit longer. <laughs> um, but it, my uncle Juan is married to Araceli, who's my 
Tiacelli because it's like it's it's short. But mm-hmm. so my so my Tiacelli, her uncle, uncle, is um Tony Tonio. He lives in Cane Country. Wait, really? Yeah. And so that's Grandpa's best friend since childhood. And when his birthday came along in October, they were invited to the party as well as grandparents. Oh my god. Grandparents asked me if I would be interested uh, if I wanted to join them. I de- I declined. Did not want to go. Yeah. I was not interested in going. Yeah, go they they were persistent. They finally, you know, um persuaded me to go. And, uh, and that's where I met your mom. How did that go? How was that? Well, I met your mom. We well really and um <laughs> when we met, when we met um as always, you know, talk and, you know, get to know each other and all that. And then after that, she left, and I never asked for her, for her number. Good job. Nice. Yes. I see where I get it from. Shortly after that, I realized, you know, <laughs> that I made the mistake of not asking for her, for her um, contact numbers. Uh, yeah, I start, no, I do the so same I started, thing. So I started... Um, Making phone calls. I probably made about a half a dozen phone calls until <laughs> I was able to locate her in Oxnard. And things kind of, you know, went our way from there. That makes I mean, <laughs> I see where so I get then, it from now. It makes complete and utter sense. So, yeah. yeah. So, um... After, after you ended up calling so her... I, we, we met, obviously. We went out and so forth and so on. And and then it got to the point, this was in October. By December, she, um, she pretty much decided, you know, it wasn't a good thing for us to have a relationship because she was planning to 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 move you know to go back to mexico Mm -hmm. and shortly after that that's when grandma fell and broke her femur bone so after that fall we had more of an opportunity to to get to know each other and and that was it Mm. so technically we've only out of the the seven eight months that we were you know that we were known each other, we only dated physically and actually dating maybe three months at the most. Oh my god! Dad. And and the rest of the six months, we just uh, we just uh, communicated, writing letters back and forth. Wow, you are a true romantic. You're <laughs> communicating by letter. Wow. Yeah, and then the following year, you guys got married. Now we um. We asked for a hand, you know, asked if she wanted to get married, and the year after that, we got married. So. Huh. Short. Wow. I didn't realize. I thought it was like six months, and then, like, that's when. I didn't realize it was like three months, and then you wrote to her, and then you asked her. I, well, okay. Yeah. That's what, wow. It's like three, four months that we did, and that's another six months, you know, we were writing back and forth, you know, and that was it. Wow. That's like. That- <laughs> In my mind, that like everything was a lot longer than I actually anticipated. Wow. Okay. So wow. Yeah. So holy shit. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. So then, so then after you guys met and everything, you guys, mm-hmm. you guys, how long was it? It was three years before you guys ended up having me, right? Correct. Yes. What did you think when I was born? What was your? What was what was well, your thought like, process like during in, like any parent you know be excited enthusiastic you know you're gonna have you know a first child coming you know in our lives, and when the day that you were born you know, it was a 
one of the happiest times of my life. One of the would you say the happiest time of your life? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of happy things. Right. Yeah, definitely. Already, you already said my birth was his happiest day of his life. So Anna's birth, what? we can just, just go over that. That's fine. But my birth, his marriage, that's fine. My birth, guys. I just want to put that. No, but but but. <laughs> sorry, continuing. Please continue. No, um, you were born, and obviously, you know, there was a story. And you were a handful when you were a kid. <laughs> I still am a handful. What do you do when I was a kid? To, to this day, you're a handful. Did you Did you end up getting the cigars passed out after? Or did you not do that? You're not. No, I don't think we did cigars. Uh, what about What about what What did you think when Anna was born? I don't know what I think. Um, how was like How was that like experience as well? That's a wonderful experience as well. You know, I mean, different, of course. You know, you know, a girl, a baby girl, but um, but it's just as special as our first child. But obviously, the first child's more special, right? They're both just as special. Cause the first one's more, and then you have to kind of like compensate <laughs> to have. Is a sec. So okay, uh, since you don't want to admit, um, so so now now having Anna and myself, um. Mm-hmm. The only logical question. Who's your favorite? Both of you are my favorite. You're okay. my favorite son and she's my favorite daughter. Okay, but there's only one of each, right? So like right. that's like, kind of like eliminates the other competition. So let's just say if we were both on the edge of a cliff and we're hanging for dear life, uh, who would you save and why? And what were the pros and cons of saving them? Both of you. You would? Okay. <laughs> How can I choose that? I can't do it. I mean, I wouldn't be able to choose. I'd choose me. I feel like I. Well, I, I feel here's yourself, here's the course. pros and cons for having me. All right, so pros, um, I know things. Mm-hmm. I uh, provide comedic relief, right? Okay. I um, I um, I know. I know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. What else? What else do I? Yeah, it's kind of about it. All right, now cons having me, I, I do tend to talk a lot. Sometimes. Sometimes, only sometimes. Um, really, you know that seems to be the only con. Here's for here's what I'm putting up for Anna. Okay, Anna pros. What are the pros here? But Anna's quiet. I guess that's great. You know, you can have peace and quiet. But does she provide comedic relief? The answer is no, folks. Three. What is Anna, I, I don't know. I'm trying to make my case. I, it's not <laughs> that my case is not my. I'm not. There's no case for for saving George, but both you and your sister have great qualities. That's that's a that's such a parent thing to say, Dad. You have to. I'm. I need. I'm trying to get the the juicy conversation. I'm trying to get the juicy gossip out of you, Dad. Juicy gossip. I I want I want I want a, I want a decision I'm being, being made. I'm here, being Dad. honest. Yeah, again, that's another pair of things to say. Anyways, Dad, let's just move on, Dad. You're not going to answer the question that I'm obviously your favorite, but that's besides the point. Okay. So, I, and this is a question that I like to ask everybody, and, and some people have, like, an answer, and other people don't have an answer. But, like, what would you say is your inspiration? 
your muse, in a sense. Do you, do you want me to, like, elaborate? Just kind of, like... Because I know for, for, for people that I've asked in the past, mm-hmm. like, uh, Robert, Brayden, Sebastian, Jacob, um, just kind of, like, what their inspiration is. Like, for Robert, like, what's his inspiration to create? What's his... Um, like, like, how does he get in the mood? Or, like, the same thing goes with Jacob or and Sebastian. And how does... What's Sebastian's inspiration to keep going? What's... What would be your inspiration to... I guess to, to keep going and to, to kind of, like... What's your inspiration for life? In that, if that kind of makes sense. Like, what would you say, like, keeps you going? I would say what keeps me going is... family the two of you mom is what keeps me going we all have our challenges of course but you always look back to all the good things that you have in life and obviously you know both the three of you both your mom and your sister is what you know keeps me motivated to you know keep grinding and move forward and and do you know what I need to do to to succeed in life. Um, always think positive. As you know, I'm a very I'm a man of faith, so that helps me a lot as well. That keeps me going. Um, but definitely, I think one of the things that that helps too is positive. Look at you know, watch, read learn you know positive things that's definitely something I mean, a lot of negativity like news and all that kind of bums people out and i think positive attitude and positive literature whatever you know we read and listen to is to me is what helps me um feel good music i enjoy music i enjoy music a lot music too is definitely a, a plus for me as well as as i know for you that's one of the things you enjoy music and do your homework with music you do everything with music and that's what keeps you going yeah so for me that's what it is and now for you as as a parent and, and as a father what would be your advice to me just in general uh, just growing up and kind of now that I uh, I'm turning, so weird to say I'm turning twenty this year. <laughs> That's so weird. I can't. I don't like. Cause now I'm not like. There's not a one in front of it anymore. So it's like I I'm not youthful anymore. I'm old now. But but now now that I'm now I'm gonna be turning twenty. Like what would you? What's your advice for, the future. And and what would be like advice just for people my age as well. I. From experience, is one of the biggest mistakes is always, um, what's the word, um, grind or think about always about what happened in our past. I feel like we should break that chain, what's holding us back of our, any mistakes, you know, mistakes that we made in the past that, you know, that leads us to the present and just have that attitude and and willingness to make changes to be able to 
um, make wise decisions for our future, you know. Uh, positive, positive, positive. That's that's just the way it is. And I know it's not easy for everyone, but if we work on it, um, you know, our brains is a muscle and we continue to work on it, we can, you know, we can make a difference. And think of the future. Think of the future. What are your plans? Write down goals and um and just take baby steps to you know to where you you know what your goals are and, and what your you know what you want to succeed in life in your case i know you, you want to be you know have one day perhaps one you want your show you know a, a tv show and interview people you can do it just like anybody else in whatever other career but what is your steps what are your goals what exactly do you need to do to reach that yeah, and there's nothing like writing a list of all these things, check checklist up, you know, this is what I'm going to do first. I'm going to start begin here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And as you start going and crossing out that list, uh, you feel better. You feel like you're succeeding. You feel like you're reaching that goal and you start getting motivated and you start working harder and, and just start to build up and build and build. And uh, but I think, you know, looking into the future, think about what you can do now to have a better future. And let go of whatever may have held you back in the in the in the past. Cut that chain off, and just you know move forward. So, but yeah, that's definitely. I feel that's something that we all should think of. Okay. Yeah. As far. And uh, now one final thing mm -hmm. I would just like to say: just thank you. Well, thank you. For just kind of, for being my dad. And for just all the sacrifice and just everything that you've done for me, Anna, and, my, and mom. To just kind of like get ahead and just just everything that you've done and continue to do just so that we're able to be comfortable, to live comfortable, and to just always be together. And I do it because that makes me feel good. Being humble, helping other people, helping my family makes us feel good. When I help someone out, they're in need, whether if it's helping them move or helping them whatever, you know, whatever that case. It makes you feel good. Hmm. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. Is there any last... Uh, like words that you want to tell the people. Anything that you want, if if anything you want on your on your like little, little cloud bubble over your head. If you had something, anything you want people to know about you. Anything you want to say. Anything at all. I do not just follow Georgie and and um, he's looking forward to. You know he's looking forward to interview. More people. More people. Yeah. Once you know. Coronavirus is over and I we'll can get through it. We'll get through it. We'll get through house it. And not crying in the shower. <clears throat> Anyways, so is there is there anything else besides that? I have nothing no. at all. It's been awesome being here. Well, thank you. Uh, so Dad, uh, as because what I started to do at the very end of my of the podcast is uh, I had I had music going on. Is there any song that you would like to leave the people off with? Anything that you want 
that you would like people to, to play? Anything, anything at all? Anything you want to play. You know exactly what I enjoy playing. As a matter my, of fact, my dad's putting on his glasses right now. He's, he's choosing the songs. We have a playlist going. Is there uh, anything, anything you want to... No? You're familiar with what I want. You know what I like. This one? All right. That's fine. We're just going to go ahead and play that one. It's fine. Oh, that's a good one. Go ahead and uh, and listen to Island of the Sun by Weezer, folks. So, yeah. So, while that kind of plays in the background and we we wrap things up here, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. And, uh, yeah, have a great day, have a great night, or have a great whatever is happening. And, and please, please stay safe, practice social distancing, and it'll be over soon. Yeah, you want to say bye, Dad? See ya. <laughs> Alright, folks, have a, have, have a great day. Bye.